Well, first there was the pandemic, and now we're having a pandemic of mental health issues. We'll be talking to two people on the front line next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, this is my own philosophy. I mean, you shut the whole world down for practically two years. You put people in masks. Uh, kids can't go to school. They can't see their friends. And then, okay, everything is back to normal again. And you can't, you can't do that to the world without having a mental health pandemic. And that's what we have. I think uh, truly millions and millions of people have PTSD from the pandemic and it's undiagnosed. Two people who know this very well, Amanda Copeland and uh, Mara Durham. They're both with uh, Urgent Care Mental Health. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Awesome. All right, Amanda, let's start with you. Uh, tell us more about your background. So I'm a licensed professional counselor. I also am a mental health entrepreneur, and I really see myself as somebody who promotes better quality of life when it comes to addressing mental health issues in the United States. And Amara, we've worked together in the past at different agencies. Tell everybody about your background. So I've built a consulting practice really in crisis management, given all of the concerns that face every family right now, especially post-pandemic. So I bring together my legal background, my certifications and interventions, as well as case management and a master's in business to create strategies to employ to solve those problems. Absolutely. And we've got some video from our library of just uh, people wrestling with different uh, issues, including addiction. So um, Amara, staying with you, uh, what are you seeing in terms of addiction? I mean, I'm sure during the pandemic, there was a lot of day drinking going on. People were hiding from uh, loved ones. Uh, What have you seen coming out of the pandemic? Well, coming out of the pandemic, what we know are that the depression levels have not gone down to pre-pandemic levels. And so it gave an opportunity for people who are working from home to drink unbeknownst to others or to not really engage in life because they're isolated and addiction is a disease of disconnection. So what we see is an opportunity for people to really uh, use maladaptive coping mechanisms, including food or alcohol or anything um, where it's interfering with their lives. And uh, Amanda, let's go back to you and talk about the kinds of people you're seeing these days. I mean, are there categories that you're seeing a lot of? Is it is it uh, burnout? What is, depression? What are you seeing? So I don't know if you knew this, but Texas ranks last in access to mental health care. So the reality is that a lot of people are struggling at levels that could be contained on an outpatient basis, but they're unable to access that care. So it escalates into a crisis that could be related to addiction. It could be related to suicidality. It could be related to anxiety, turning in panic attacks. And so now by the time we see them, they're at this crisis level where they could end up in the ER 
But fortunately, they recognize another option that keeps them out of the ER and in their homes and able to, to reset and be able to keep the assets in life instead of revolving in and out of the revolving door of sure. ERs. And I, I think um, as, as much progress as we've made removing the stigma of asking for help, there's st- the stigma is still there. I mean, if you're a police or firefighter, it's not like you're going to go to your sergeant and say, hey, I'm having a mental health breakdown. So, um, so many people are hiding this from the world, but you guys offer a service where they, the boss doesn't have to know necessarily. Is that right? Amar, talk exactly. About so UCMH brings into your family room, your safe space, the opportunity to connect on demand and by appointment with a psychiatric professional. So you know up front what the investment is in that service. You're not waiting in an emergency room or you're not waiting for a crisis team uh, to come 45, two hours, 45 minutes, two hours away. You're actually accessing that care from the comfort and security of your own home. Yes. I'm going to pull up the pricing page from your website because as I was doing homework, homework for the show, I just was I was impressed that th- these are very reasonable prices to be charging, especially with everything that's on the line. Why don't you talk a little bit, um, uh, uh, Amanda, about the different services that you offer? So uh, an initial assessment, 400 bucks, very reasonable. Uh, crisis counseling, 175. Tell us how it works. So the initial assessment, the crisis counseling, the the medication management, all of those are standard services. But what separates us is the access to care, the ability to have appointments that are actually able to meet your needs because insurance covers medication management. That's only 15 minutes, 15 minutes. That's enough to say hello and not even address the concerns that people have. Our appointment times are 30 minutes for medication management an hour for a crisis counseling, an hour for assessment, so that we really are able to wrap around a person in crisis and be able to address it without saying, oh, time's run out. I have my next client. Yes. And Amara, some of this is covered by insurance? So it's covered by insurance subject to each individual's own insurance policy. So we provide what's called a super bill. So the billing codes that are required to submit your own reimbursement form for each of your insurance providers subject to your own uh, reimbursement rates. And I think the other thing that makes this very unique is the availability. So not only are we increasing access because the established price point up front, you know what you're paying or really what I call investment investing in services, you're also getting them on demand and by appointment. So this means you're not missing work. Many people have to take vacation time to see a professional. They have to go and um, ask for time off. And that further delays through the approval process. With us, they can come home after hours and on weekends and get the help that they seek without waiting. I was also impressed as I was preparing for the show. You guys are all over the media. Uh, let's go ahead and pull some pictures up of them being interviewed. This is a, a recent interview. Mm-hmm. Where, where were you? Uh, I was in San Antonio. I think that was the Fox News one. Nice. It's got to feel good to have the media turn to you. Amara, I know you recently did... Uh, half a dozen interviews. Yes. It's an honor to be able to be a voice to represent those who are disenfranchised from the medical industry. Our medical and behavioral health care industry and our insurance is incredibly broken. We pay for insurance and yet parity in health care is not out there. We know this. If anyone's tried to find insurance covered providers, the wait lists are astronomical. So what do you do while you're waiting to get insurance to cover your provider? You can come to UC cmh.com, bridge the gap in services until you can see a provider who is directly paid by your insurance company. 
One of the things I think keeps people away from getting help is they feel like they're going to be judged. There's no judgment for, you know, raising your hand and saying, I need to talk to somebody. Do you want to share more about that? I think the other part is, like, as a mental health counselor who works with people in high, high crisis, a lot of them have this fear that they're going to be held in the ER, that they're going to be restrained against their will, medicated. There's all these movies that show horrific scenes in mental mental health hospitals or ERs with uh, mental health patients. Um, and, I mean, that's a, that's a myth. It's not true. Um, some people, that does happen, but it's very, very rare. And typically, they are more violent or that kind of thing. But I think the other idea is that myths, myths perpetuate action. Mm -hmm. And so if that is your biggest fear, you're not going to risk it. But you, if you can access this from the comfort of your home, know that you're not going to be restrained, know that you're going to get the help you need. It lowers some of the barriers. The other thing is access to care is more than just an available appointment for the senior who can't drive, for the mom or, or dad who has to choose between childcare and mental health care, for everybody out there who has to choose between a shift and the mental health care they need because office hours end at the same time as their shift, where do they go? And I think this is really one of the ways that we fill the gap in making sure that people have access to care instead of just saying, okay, now you have to wait six hours in the ER. Now you have to get this thousand dollar bill four months later. Now you have to miss a shift. Now you, you know, the next thing, sure. there's a, a ripple effect that um, happens for either choice. What? And I think, Jeff, the other thing that's really important to share is that mental health first-line warriors, the first responders are very often the family. So how do we support them? And our platform allows families to be dialed into these calls, whether the families are in a different state or sitting right by that client. So we can have them come on with the provider when, of course, there's a release in place so that all of that collateral information comes in to the room. And that doesn't happen often in a medical environment or in a psychiatric office because it's just you and the provider. We're providing that opportunity to have everyone be at the table to collaborate on what needs to happen next. And I think that collaboration is critical to success. What, what ages can you work with? All, all ages. ages. Yeah. All ages. Children. All yeah. ages. And that's, again, a great thing about our model is when we're working virtually after hours and on weekends, children's schedules are packed. So in this way, whether it's after school or a Saturday or a Sunday, we're able to help children so that, again, their mental health needs can be met without interrupting their life. We only have a couple minutes left. Uh, Amanda, final thoughts? I'm incredibly excited that we're about to go on a road trip to talk about urgent care mental health and the idea that people have an alternative in crisis um, where they could access their care that they need without going to the emergency room because New Year's Day is the highest suicide rate of the year. And what we're looking for is not just to help people, but to save lives. And we need each one of you to do the same because you don't know what struggling looks like when it comes to mental health. It doesn't look like a broken leg, a broken arm, and it's not always visible. So. My final thought is to share with everyone you know, because you never know whose life you could save. Amara? UCMH.com. It's three steps. You log in, you click on new patient, complete the intake, and then sign up for whatever time you want, or just wait right there online, and we will have a provider there to help you, because no one needs to go without and that is our commitment. Amanda and I want to make a difference and want to save lives. And as long as we carry that passion and can convince you of that, you can be part of our army. 
Outstanding. Thank you both for sharing your heart and your wisdom with the audience. We're going to end with the website, which again is ucmh.com. Thank you both. Thank Thank you you so much. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.